So yeah, what do you, well, I guess, what have you been up to this weekend? This weekend, uh, being Labor Day weekend, I haven't really been up to much but laboring. <laughs> laboring? That sucks. I've been just hanging out at home. Uh, didn't take any vacations or anything. Went to Mike's place just a minute ago. Oh, you did? That's cool. Yeah, he just kind of texted us. He says, hey, are you and Mary free? We're having an impromptu get-together. Oh, that's fun. Well, that's 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 cool. We started the the weekend. Well, did we start this weekend, or was that a... Well, I guess it was this weekend. We went to Disneyland again. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got, got the annual... limited passes. We've got the annual passes, and they're so expensive that it's like... if We, we just... I want to go as much as possible, but then when, when I go, I'm, I'm like... I'm, I'm slowly warming up to Disneyland, I think. I wasn't like a big Disneyland person, and now I'm trying to get more and more into it. Yeah. I mean, you, you like parks and stuff like roller coasters right because we yeah. talked about that in was it our first or second episode i think yeah and that's the problem that i i like roller coasters they don't have many of those at disneyland they're they all don't? these like i thought it... no huh they have like I just rides thought it was a bunch that of rides. are that, well they are but they're like they're 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 their thrill rides are like pretty family-friendly tame stuff oh, okay and it's it's fine. It's there it's more of an experience. Like that's what I'm appreciating more about Disneyland is that it's it's this experiential thing that you like you know everything looks and sounds amazing and the it's the whole experience as a whole, not just like the thrill of it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so but but because I like the thrill of it all, we also got passes to Magic Mountain, which is Six Flags, which has all the crazy, like huge oh, drops, okay. cool. really fast roller coasters. It's really fun stuff. So we're, yeah. we we kind of have both, and we do both of those now because <laughs> that's what we do in our spare time all the time. Which is like, <laughs> you know, it's it's fun to an extent, but it's also tiring. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's worse things you can do. I, in our <laughs> free time, I guess we we pretty much we go to the movies, go out to eat. That's that's all I can really think of. That's pretty much <laughs> what we did. That's what we were doing when we lived in the in the Bay Area. And now it's like we have we have beaches, so we'll go to the beach sometimes, but not quite as much in the past month or so. And then the theme parks are another big draw because there's like four major theme parks here. Hmm. You know that, that I think four. There might be more. I don't even know. There's a lot. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I I I'm not really into roller coasters anymore. I was as, a, as like a teenager, but just kind of like lost lost the taste for it. And then for Disneyland, I feel like that'd be kind of a cool thing to go, you know, once in a while, like every like four or five years. I can't, I don't really know what I would do if I was going there frequently. It doesn't seem like a place that you would go back often enough. Well, here's the problem that I have, though, with going like once every four or five years or something is you can't like... Unless the the one time you go, you're counting like a multiple day trip. Mm. It's like hard to do everything that you might want to do in one day because there's wait times and there's like uh, the, yeah. the park is huge. So it's like getting from one thing to the next. Like you, you like one visit, we might only be, you know, doing a few things. You know, it's it's yeah. hard to do everything you might want to do in one trip. So I get why people might want to make return visits, but. Anyway, I don't know. It's it, it's been different for me to adjust to getting to used to the vibe of Disney versus like what I grew up with going to like the theme parks I Cedar I did Point when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, part of that's nostalgia too. Like it's like, "Oh my gosh, this is 
you know, it's been so long. Yeah, I, and I guess like when you have regular passes and you aren't trying to cram everything in, you treat it really differently. Yeah, you um, do. I think oh, it's a few years ago, but for Christmas, my brother got us uh, a, a one one year pass to um, the Museum of Modern Art, the MoMA, and it that's one of the me- so like in New York, you know, you can go to like the Met Museum for free, but the MoMA you always have to pay. And so we went to that one less often. And even then when you do go, you kind of try to get it all in, but you can never really get it all in. Yeah. And once we had that all year pass, it was very different. Like, you know, some Saturday afternoon, be like, hey, let's go check out the MoMA. And we would just go and just like hang out at like the Monet or whatever for the afternoon. And that would be it. Because, you yeah. know, you can always, you don't have to worry about seeing the rest. You can come back and do that later. Oh, I'll do the Picasso next time or whatever. Exactly. So that makes it also. And it's funny because somebody that I work with uh, actually uses it as a chance to get like work done. Like he writes. And so he'll oh, yeah? he'll write in line for like a roller coaster, ride the roller coaster to kind of like free his mind or whatever, and then and then go back into another line and like write. <laughs> and That's funny. I just think that idea is like, I mean, if if I if my work could be done that way, that would be so much fun. Like I totally could yeah. do that. But uh, but also like you have to be careful like when you go to the places like that around here because the heat just gets to you so much. And oh man, you know, there's all that too. But anyway, and just all the walking around. Uh, but Mar- that's good Mary's, for you, though. Yeah, it is good. I mean, Mary's um, uncle and cousin and her mom came uh, last week, and one of those days, you know, with my Apple Watch, I saw we walked like ten miles that day. Wow, I was exhausted. Um, but it's funny you mentioned working at those places. We went to the um, New York Botanical Garden up in the Bronx. Huge garden. We barely scratched the surface. But uh, we they have a little trolley, and so we got on the trolley to go around the the park. And I saw this one woman just chilling on a bench with her laptop in like the middle of this forest, and it looked like she was doing work or something. And yeah, thought, that'd be pretty cool if you lived nearby and you had like a subscription to a botanical bar- garden. What a peaceful place to just go and do work, whatever you know, solitary work you might have to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like I I would. I mean, that's another thing is another coworker of mine actually gets work done at the beach. And oh wow. That's another thing is I thought like, man, if I dared take my computer on a beach with sand, I don't. But oh if my I did, God. you know, I mean, I could like edit all day on the beach in front of the ocean, like that'd be amazing. Like if yeah. I ugh, man, but I don't want to ruin my my stuff in the process. You could go to a, like a bar or a coffee shop though. Do you ever try that? <laughs> that I could do. Um I haven't really tried. I haven't really tried that though. Yeah, like on Fridays, typically we 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 all work from home, and um, Mary usually wants to get some studying in, so we'll go up the street to this coffee shop. And like indoors, it's a trade off. There's air conditioning, but it, they're usually playing loud music, and right. she needs it to be pretty quiet. So you go outside. And it's usually pretty nice outside. Sometimes it can get warm, but it's very quiet. So we'll go sit outside. Just get some coffee or lemonade or whatever and just work all afternoon. And it's yeah. just, I mean, you're doing the same thing, but it's just nice to change up the scenery, I guess. Yeah. I almost feel a little bit more focused when I'm like at this little like cafe table and like I don't have anything else to do but just sit and stare at my work. Yeah, that makes sense. It helps. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, speaking of, uh, well, not speaking of anything we've been talking about, but you mentioned the Apple Watch and 
mm-hmm. I thought I mentioned that I got the Apple Card. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Have you been using it? I've been using it as my primary credit card ever since I got it, and I'm trying to shift more Which and more when? things to it. Which is what? You got you, you got it, what, a couple of days ago? Or oh, I got ago? it the day. It was like, uh, so it was the day that it became available to the public, which was, I think, like a week ago, almost a week ago. Yeah. So, that's when it arrived, or that's when you ordered it? Well, so that's the cool thing about it, is the, it takes like a few, literally a few minutes to sign up, because you go in the wallet app, you say you want it or whatever, yeah. and it just does everything you know, online checks your credit and all that stuff, gives you your rate and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Happens within a few minutes. And then right afterwards, it automatically applies the virtual card to your wallet, to your Apple wallet, so you can use it immediately. Oh, that's cool. And then you, you wait for the physical card to come, which takes like three to five days or whatever, but you can start using the card and you've got the number and everything in your in your Apple wallet, so you can, you know, just start using it right away. Yeah. Oh, nice! And I was what reading this the... article. What, uh, what, was, what were you going to? I say? just wanted. I just wanted to see it. I mean, this is a podcast, so it's a, yeah, <laughs> it's a shitty question. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, also I, got... I, I forgot to ask Mike how to do this, but there's a way that we can like do a podcast and save it as like a YouTube video. I need to oh. figure out how to do that. Yeah. Well, we can't future. do it the way we're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> We'd have to do it a little better. Uh, first of all, yeah. I got a new wallet too. It's a. Oh yeah, uh, a vegan leather wallet. So oh, it, so you don't have to worry about the leather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. I, that's a good question, though. I don't know if this this kind of leather would affect the um, the the Apple Card or not. I I used to have a canvas wallet, which would definitely not have been a problem. But now I'm not so sure. So I'll let you know. I'm um, so annoyed by that because the marketing all that was consistently like, ooh, titanium, titanium. If you happen to be somewhere that doesn't accept Apple Pay yet. There's this. Titanium, laser etched, and no number. Nice. This is Apple Card, a new kind of credit card created by Apple. And I was thinking like, cool, this is, you know, I have the uh, Chase Sapphire Preferred, which is also metallic. I think it's aluminum or whatever, but it feels heavier than any other one because all the other ones are plastic. So it felt like nice and metallic. So this is um, the. Oh wow, it looks nice. It is really nice, though. And on the back, it it has the. Um, so on the front, by the way, I'll describe it because you know nobody can see this. Um, it has the Apple logo. Well, they in the, could go to Apple dot com. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it, it, but the Apple logo in the in the upper left corner, it's like etched in. Laser etched. And my name is. It feels like it's printed on. And then there's is, no it's, numbers. It's raised. No, or it's is just it printed. sunken in like nope, etched? Neither. It's just oh. printed. I hoped I was thinking it would be laser etched. Laser etched. I don't know. It feels like the Apple logo is 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 definitely like etched. And yeah. the um the Goldman Sachs on the back and the um the MasterCard logo on the back are etched, but my name is is definitely printed. Yeah. So Can I see we'll, see the back again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The back the back has So um, it looks like you've got the 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 stripe, the magnetic strip. Yeah. Usually that kind of is like about two-thirds into the card right i see here it's flush up against the bottom of the card so all the bottom margin is your swipeable yes and also it's done that way so that way when you swipe it the apple logo stays at the top and is visible oh nice but anyway um yeah so it's kind of cool how they did the magnetic card and then the um the rest of it like there's no other 
data on the card other than your name. So there's no number or anything either. Like to get the actual card number, you'd have to go into the wallet app. Yeah. Well, when you're swiping the card, is it because so I guess to back up a little bit in case people don't know, when you pay with Apple Pay, like I can Mm -hmm. use my regular debit card on Apple Pay. And although I do have a number on my debit card, the Apple Pay number is randomly generated every transaction. Apple Card sets a new level for privacy and security. Apple Pay technology creates a unique card number for you and then locks it away in the secure element of your iPhone. And with Face ID and Touch ID, only you can use your Apple Card. So nobody can copy it. And so that's a really cool, nice, secure thing about Apple Pay with digital purchases. With this credit card, it doesn't have a number printed on it. If you if you swipe the physical card, do you think it's doing an, a randomized no, number? No, it's not. Oh, so it's it's the same number every time. So someone yes. could technically, um, like the what's it called, the the Skimmers. hotel key. Yeah, they could copy your magnetic stripe and still forge it the same way they forge other credit cards. Yeah, they could still steal this card the exact same way they could any other card if if it's used physically. It's a new level for privacy and security. Okay. So, um, yeah. it's just, I was it's hoping a, that, that it would be like, uh, since it's not permanently printed, that you could like go in the app and just hit refresh and just get a new number for your credit card. That would be so cool. Oh, actually, I think you can. <laughs> Because, um, you know, some cards you can, like on Simple, I have that bank, you can yeah. turn it off and on. So if I suspect someone, like, copied my card, I can disable it. But if I need to change the number, I need to order a new card. And I right. just kind of assume, I mean, I didn't read this anywhere, but I'm just kind of assuming that with Apple, if someone stole your number, you could just, you know, through software, somehow yeah. ch- change the number of the card. So it looks like you can. I just went into the card information thing, and it said, use this card number to make online purchases or anywhere Apple Pay is not yet accepted. Replace your card number with a new one if you suspect your current number has been compromised, and there is a button that says request new card number. Wow. Okay, that's cool. So I guess it can do that. Um, yes, that's very cool. Yeah. I don't think that would require giving me a new card, but I'm not sure. I wonder I wonder if hitting re- request new number, if they would end up sending a new card. Well, I mean, hopefully, if it's not printed on there, then <clears throat> they could just somehow update the magnetic code. I, ideally, I would think that would be good. But so so the benefits you get out of it, and it's so funny because I was just reading an article last night about the Apple card, and I think it hits... It, it it's it explains it so well to me because it's it is a cash back card and it's not the best cash back benefits card you can it's, get. It's average. It's it's average. You get two like percent back. Citibank does that. Citibank D- does it cash back. Right, double cash back. So Citibank does it across the board with all purchases. The Apple Card does two percent back on anything that you use Apple Pay with. Right. And then one percent back if you use the physical card. And then if you use anything at the Apple Store or through the Apple Online Store or the App Store, even, then it's three percent back. Right. So, um, so 
the uh, I mean, how often are you buying like a new iPad or a new laptop? <laughs> right. And I, so I, I mean, I'll let you finish, but I, I thought it was kind of funny. I read this other article. I don't know if it's the same one. They're talking about how like, even if it comes to like buying a laptop, you can go to like Target, for example, where they offer like five or 10% back and you can buy your laptop through Target and get a better savings than you would from your Apple card. That's true. Yeah, you could. So, so there are different ways you could do it, but like, the funny thing that uh, the article that I read that explained it, because I, I felt silly about even saying this, but then when I read an article about it, I thought, oh, well, maybe I'm a little bit validated in this, is that it's not about the benefits as much. It's about, like anything else, Apple's the experience of using it and how easy it is to do everything that a normal card might be more frustrating with. Huh. Like contacting support, if you ever need it at all, you can iMessage them. <laughs> oh, nice. Um. Which I had to do. Oh, yeah. Another thing, uh, by the way, I already had to do. Uh, there is a, a clause when you first get the Apple Card that is um, it's a, an arbitration clause, apparently, that when you first get the card, you automatically are agreeing to arbitration if anything happens. So you have no legal recourse to sue if, if there is any problem or, or whatever. So you're basically what? giving up your your right to you know, to, to be a part of a class action lawsuit or just a regular lawsuit. Um, wow. So the first thing you can do if you get the card is to contact support and just request that you want to opt out of the arbitration clause. Interesting. And by doing that, then you can still have all the other benefits of the card, but you'll also have the ability to be part of a lawsuit if you need it. I wonder why. Yeah, that's odd. I so the review that I read, um, they kind of highlight. They quickly went over like the benefits and and compared it, you know, like to other credit cards. I think it was a Nerd Wallet or a Wire Cutter review, but they were saying how like yeah, two percent. That's pretty much akin to what you get from a Citibank cashback. Although you have to realize that you're probably going to be using Apple Pay a lot less than you would your regular card. So, in you know, in terms of benefits, it's it's not super great until Apple Pay becomes more prevalent. And maybe it's like a chicken before the egg kind of thing. Maybe that once more people are getting these cards, just like everyone adopting the iPhone, if it gets enough people, then probably more and more stores will start to accept Apple Pay. But really, the main benefit that this reviewer saw was um, around managing your debt and that it was actually... Um, like a really good interface and a nice setup to like understand how you're spending your money and to try and like keep the balance down and they don't hit you with crazy extra fees uh, if right. you're late. And um, so that's kind of what I was interested in is just sort of the being like responsible with your money type of thing, which I'm, I'm kind of middle of the road. Sometimes I'm more responsible. Sometimes I'm not. But, you know, I think Americans on the whole, like so many of us are in credit card debt, that if the Apple card is something that becomes like a popular interface, I think that that's probably good for more people overall. Yeah, no, and that's exactly what I was saying is like this, this having this card, it's not really about the cashback benefits. I mean, that's something, but it's it's more about having this information at your fingertips like never before because I used to use and I still do like I'd use mint and stuff like that but yeah it didn't work great for me it was always kind of a, a hassle for one reason or another it would always disconnect from my bank or it would like um 
it wouldn't get things right. Like it would erroneously yeah. get things tracked. So like this, but this so far has been instantaneous. Everything's right there. It's like right in wallet. Like you can't hardly, you can't really use the card without seeing how much you've spent. <laughs> and you use simple, right? Also? I do use simple. Yeah. So how, simple how has do you, great how do you feel features it compares? too. Simple is um, my primary bank. Yeah. Simple has great features too, for sure. Um, but because I pre- predominantly use a credit card, I don't use my my simple debit card. Um, oh, really? I wasn't really getting a lot of those features. Like I, I just oh. like putting things on a credit card and then paying off the credit card. That's just me. I mean, that's great if you can do that. I feel like for me, I can get a little overboard and then it gets out of control. So <laughs> I, I'm the opposite. I, I put like 90% of my purchases on the debit card. If we're going to like a fancy restaurant, I'll put that on the credit card or okay. you know something that's a little bit more expensive. I'll put it on the credit card and then I always try to pay it off right away. But uh, you know, like right now, I got a bunch of shit that's piled up, so I haven't paid off my credit card. <laughs> I'm always, I'm, I've always been. I can thank my. Um, I had an uh, a coworker like years ago convince me to get an Amex card that was. It was like a it was a Starwood preferred guest card or whatever. So like you'd accumulate points and then you can use the points to pay for yeah. things like trips and whatnot. And so I got into the habit of using a rewards card a while ago because I figured, well, if I'm going to be spending money, I want to get something back for it. Yeah, I so, mean, mine mine's a really good rewards card too. I get like three, two or three points per dollar, and I get a bunch of airline miles from it. Um, but you know, if I don't pay, or even if I do pay the minimum that month, it will then charge you the interest of your balance, like, what is right. it, like six, 16 or 18%. So yeah, uh, some, sometimes I'm hit with like 50 bucks of uh, of a interest fee on the card. And I'm like, well, shit, that $50 is probably more than any of the points that I just accumulated. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So, no, it is. You, you have uh, yeah. to. You, you. The only way to do it is if you can pay it all off. Exactly. Like, That's the only way you can win. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I've been pretty good about doing that. Well, I've been mostly good about doing that because I have like automatic payments set up. So That's good. Um, I basically treat it as if it were, you know, a debit card, and then just make sure. It, 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 but it's easy. It's easy enough that um, I can try. Especially now with the Apple Card, I can see exactly how much I've spent. So then I'll know. You yeah. know, if I'm if I'm reaching like the point where I can't pay pay it off in full, then you know I need to cut hit yourself the off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just asked about the simple comparison because I s- switched like six or seven years ago from like Bank of America to Simple because Simple doesn't have any fees. You doesn't need a minimum balance. You could have like five dollars in your bank account and they don't care. And um and it has a really cool app with like goals you can budget your you know your electric bill your gas bill your rent and all that stuff in a in a different tab and right. i'm just explaining it for people who may not know that uh yeah rob now, i now know all this why are you talking about this i know all this come on no. and then in their their latest update this year it's pretty nice where like it'll automatically like divvy up your paycheck across all of those expenses so oh, I've got, that's like, nice I've got like my my phone bill, the electric, the rent, the gas, groceries, and and everything um, plugged in there. And then uh, when I get paid, it it recognizes it because it's categorized as like income or whatever. And it takes that money and it evenly splits the the cash across all those categories. And there are little progress bars that fill up as you get 
closer to, to completing that goal. And then when it's completed, it goes into like this little section on the top of the screen where you can see like, here's, you know, like your gas bill. Okay. You've, you've completed all of your savings. So you're covered for the month. And then the original concept with simple that I, that I love is it doesn't show you the amount of money you have at the top in, in big letters in, in, what it does show you is how much money you have left over to spend. You're safe to spend. Um, and it was all about goal-oriented budgeting. Now they've kind of done another step where they've automated a lot of that. So okay. basically now whenever I get paid, it, it takes my paycheck and then it splits it up across all the bills that I'm going to owe for that month or that half a month. And then anything left over is what I see at the top of the screen. And so it's a nice way for me to like orient myself of like, okay, so I've got like, 200 bucks left now that yeah. I've paid all the bills, but at least I've paid the bills in advance or I set aside the money for those bills. And, and I really like the, the user interface, the design and the thinking that goes behind that. So I'm kind of hoping that the Apple card is like basically the credit card version of that. I think so far it is very transparent about your spending, but I don't think it's super sophisticated in terms of being able to set up, like goals or anything like that. It just it just shows you exactly yeah. how much you've spent and what categories you spent in your weekly activity, your monthly That's activity cool. or whatever it is. And then um I like and the then analysis. It all, yeah, and then it makes it really really easy to like, you know, pay it, you know, pay your card too. Cuz you you yeah. can link in your bank and stuff like that. And Apple has a lot of your info already, I think. So hmm. Well, I mean, um, my, my Chase card already it has my bank account, so I just make a payment in the app. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a good, probably a good complement to the simple app if you're used to that kind of, hmm. you know, uh, yeah, fancy stuff, fancy uh, hmm. representation of data. Now, how does it work with the, the payments? Because... I need to read the fine print, but they say like they don't charge a late fee, but if you carry a balance, they're still going to charge you interest, right? Yeah, of course. Time to pay your balance? Check this out. Apple Card makes the interest you pay clear and transparent. Pay off a little, the interest is this much. Pay more, that figure goes down until there's no interest at all. A credit card that encourages you to pay less interest Imagine that. What you won't pay are fees. Because Apple Card doesn't have any fees. Not even hidden ones. My it's okay. so it's so frustrating. So my my so my my interest rate somehow is like two percent higher than Vanessa's. And we both signed up, we both should have the same like similar wow. credit, I thought, but like I guess not. So huh. she has better credit than I do, apparently. That's funny. Yeah, that's the one thing I was wondering about. And I was wondering, like, so my computer's messed up, and I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but it's I could probably get it fixed, which I, I need to. But it is six years old, so I've been thinking, you know, if I get a new computer, um, I'd probably put it on the credit card. And I wonder, I know uh, I used their Barclays card a long time ago, I think okay. with the first iMac. Um, and that's nice because they don't have any fees for a year. No interest, I mean. So oh, wow. you could, like I put the whole card in there and you could pay, you know, like a few hundred dollars a month 
throughout the whole year, and they don't charge you any interest. Um, and that's the thing that Apple does for you if you want to pay your, your computer in, in monthly installments. And I was wondering if you could do that with the Apple card, because that's also, you know, credit, and it's through Apple. But it sounds like they would charge you interest if you did the Apple card. Yeah, definitely. There is definitely a, a decent amount of... I think mine is... Let me let me see how much interest they're charging me if I were to do that. Um, I'll look I get mine. That info. 18%. Ooh. Yeah, I think I'm close to that. Let's see here. Where do I I wonder see how that? that compares to... I. I'm at yeah, eighteen. I'm at seventeen point nine nine. Yep, seventeen point nine nine. That's what I'm at. Yep. And that's that's with my Chase Sapphire Reserve. So okay, I guess I shouldn't feel too bad. That's pretty no. uh typical. But they also kinda advertise that they have lower than normal interest rates, so Yeah, I, I don't was, think that's true. I was kind of hoping for, you know, a really like sweet deal there. No, I don't think that's true. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It all, you know, it's it's kind of sad. Like, all the reasons I set up for myself of, like, why I should get the card, <laughs> it seems like I'm just ruling them out. This is Apple Card, a new kind of credit card created by Apple. Yeah, well, Apple likes to I can't to buy over... a computer on it. I can't, well, you know, I'm Apple not going to save any. In... <laughs> Apple lately likes to over-promise and under-deliver, so. Yeah, isn't that that's true? That's kind of typical. <laughs> Typical Apple. I know. Well, I got to say, you know, the fact that this iMac has lasted for six years is great because yeah, that's great. you know, a computer will last about three years and then it would crap out. And nowadays they seem to be lasting a lot better. I kind of, I laughed when you said that they classify it as uh, obsolete. It? Obsolete. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> eh, it's pretty far from obsolete. <laughs> I know. It's so funny because it used to be that like, yeah, a six-year-old computer would definitely be obsolete and now it's like they, they apple hasn't exactly changed they haven't exactly changed how they classify it but computers of i feel like can last a lot longer or stay relevant a lot longer yeah i mean they're doing a better job at building them i guess so i don't think it's that. that i think it's just the i think things have just kind of uh i, I don't want to say slowed down but like the 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 needs of like software are not advancing like it, you don't need yeah. more hardware to make software work better well there's so much more cloud processing you know that think too. about like like i'm not i'm not saving gigabytes of video files anymore because i have netflix and um you know most of my music i don't need to fill up my itunes library anymore because i've got spotify or even apple music it's it's streaming or your personal documents, you know, you're worried about your Microsoft Word files getting corrupted. That doesn't happen anymore because they're on Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever. So right. it's like yeah, less and less is happening on the actual computer. The actual computer just is like the thing that displays the information. Also, I think there's been more of a push lately to have software make more use out of like older hardware too and be more efficient with what it is working with. Yeah, probably. Whereas before it was like more pushing the limits of like what it can do. And now it's, I think it's their, you know, software makers, especially like even Apple with their operating systems, it seems like they tout being able to run better on older hardware and stuff. Yeah. So that helps. Well, anyway, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. We're already at 
half an hour. But I know, I, isn't I like, that crazy? I like the idea of doing like, you know, we could do some, you know, mini episodes where we just like just talk about like one thing and then, yeah. uh, and I also like your idea. I also like your idea of just saying just uh, ten, fifteen minutes, and then you know it'll turn into an hour anyway. So like, what's <laughs> when, the once I get you talking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, well, it's funny because it's like for me too. It's like that's a, that's a whole strategy. It's a whole tactic when you're trying to like even just meet with people. Even because I, I heard somebody talk about this. I forget who it was, but somebody was saying that if you can just tell people, oh, just um, just like fifteen minutes. If we can just get together fifteen minutes, and then I've got you know, or you make it sound like you only have fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then so I gotta that get way, another thing. Yeah, I gotta get to another thing. I've only got like fifteen minutes. If we can just meet real quick, and then it could turn into who knows how long. Because once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I should probably get back to work. I've got a lot of stuff going on, as usual. <clears throat> yeah. Well, maybe you can tell us about it in the future. Yeah, no, I can. Um, I mean, I <laughs> I can tell you about it. I just uh, I don't want to bore people. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hideously boring doing celebrity well, it's podcasts. Not, no, it's not. It's not boring. <laughs> um uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, real quick story about living in LA, yeah. uh, which is kind of cool is we, we had a couple of celebrity sightings, like just out and about. And one of Didn't them, you have a different podcast for this. I did. And I want, <laughs> I should bring it back because it's yeah. like, but, um, but anyway, we were sitting a table away from Kiefer Sutherland the other night, which was really exciting. <laughs> wow. And um, that was like, and he was so cool looking. He was just like the coolest looking guy. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. And then we were at, um, we were at Disneyland. I don't know if you know who, I, I didn't really know who he was, but Vanessa freaked out. Ryan Cabrera. Do you know who that artist is? He's like nope. mid 2000s. He was, he had a couple of uh, hit albums or hit songs or something. And um, anyway, Vanessa was freaking out and he was, it was the funniest thing. He was uh riding Goofy's Sky School. We were at Disneyland and we're waiting for Goofy's Sky School. It's a stupid roller coaster. And okay, he's um, sad. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's it's like it's not a stupid roller coaster. It's just it's a silly one. It's like you know, it just there's a lot of quick turns and a minor drops and stuff. But anyway, it was um it was just funny to see this guy who is this like really kind of I don't I don't know how to describe him, but he's like this he presents himself like he's some smooth, cool dude, and he's like, we see him on like Goofy he's Sky Goofy. School, <laughs> you know, which yeah. is kind of funny. Maybe he's got the annual pass too. You never know. Maybe he could. <laughs> but anyway, well, uh, yeah, this has been good though. We should. Uh, I'll definitely try to make sure yeah. I have all my cables and stuff plugged in more often. Yeah, at the ready. We could do little little mini clips, or uh, could record a little voice memos. And yeah, do some some back and forth. Remember, and I did oh letters? boy, do I have some exciting content to share with everybody once we get into Josh's optometry corner too. Oh boy, my favorite featurette. Yeah, I know. I'll <laughs> talk about contact lenses some more because that's been an ongoing struggle. Which I'm wearing them right now, and I gotta say, it's it's still it's still a struggle. But I've been wearing these glasses for like four years. Yeah, nothing nothing to complain about except having to clean them off like several times a day. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, several times a week, I guess. And when it <laughs> a week? Gosh, I'm so picky about that. And then when it rains, I can't I don't, I don't like going that. outside in the rain with glasses. 
I just well, yeah. and, and and lately the the latest push to try these has been the Disneyland and Six Flags stuff because wearing the, wearing glasses at those places is terrible. Oh man! Well, I can't wait for our next segment. Yeah, <laughs> no. Well, no. I'm I'm actually <laughs> joking. I'm not going to get into that in depth, but <laughs> that'll be a separate anyway. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, I'll well, cool. uh, talk to you later. Sounds good. good. To catch up. Yeah. <laughs> 